0: Drop the subject That's right Yes It's us And you're you And we are happy To be together again For another Fun day Of radio brilliance Brilliance Brilliant. Brilliant. See, you lead with confidence. You (laughs) fake it till you make it. I'm Allie. There's Dr. James, and we have an exciting show planned for you, and hopefully you are getting ready to get into a great weekend, a nice safe weekend. I don't know about you, James, but I am looking out my window right now, and all I can see is haze and smoke. And then I'm also getting a nice howl from the coyotes. It really does feel like the end is nigh, as they say <laughs> in does. biblical times.
1: Right. Like the guy should be walking around with the sign right now. Like you were like, oh, yeah, he was right the entire time. So, you know, I, I will say a lot of people have reached out to me who do not live on the West Coast and ask about how it's going and. Oftentimes when people reach out, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be an earthquake in Oregon or something. And then people will be like, are you okay? And I'm like, it's a thousand miles away. This time I will tell you this feels freaky because basically the entire West Coast is on fire. And if it's not on fire, you are feeling the impacts from the smoke. So those, uh, those images you see that you might be seeing on your local news or whatever, where there's smoke everywhere, like covering the sun over like three quarters of the, of, Washington Oregon and California that's real and it's actually happening and it's it's really kind of a big deal and Ali I'm with you it is very very dark, even though it's daytime and the sun is orange and it's the smoky and I was going to go mm. for a run earlier. And obviously that was not a good it's idea.
0: Right. So many gender reveals. It's just <laughs> like, why are there so many in one week? It seems like there's 20,000 gender reveals happening right now. And, and then you see the sky is orange and you're like, what does that mean?
1: Right. Like what what does it what mean? What was the gender? And it's orange. I mean, orange is my favorite color. So maybe it's sort of like queer Boy, just like, hey, James. a little bit femi, like whatever. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> but just, it does make you think about. I mean, I, I was looking at the pictures in the North Bay in California, and which is my hometown, and so many of my friends and family posting pictures of orange skies, and you know, saying that it looks like Mars. It looks like mm-hmm. we are on a different planet. And then it makes me think about what it would be like if we actually did live on another planet. And that was the norm. I mean, I'm, I walk from one room to the other and you see no no natural lighting, as you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. You see just this weird orangey glowy haze and you think, huh, all of us did this. and um, <laughs> And yeah. we really are the human race is the equivalent of like that last trashed girl at a party that won't leave.
1: (laughs) No. And she won't just pass out either. Like sometimes you're like, fine, there's the couch just pass out. Or if you're more sober, help clean up. But she's, you're right. The one that's still trying to party and yeah,
0: the one that's like talking to everybody and then they're like, let's have a cigarette. Let's have a shot. <laughs> let's do some shots, gets, you guys. Uh, you guys. And I, you're like, just go. <laughs> like <laughs> Mother Nature is hosting the party and we are the basic bitch who will uh, not
1: leave. That is a, an apt analogy, Allie. Um, though. In all seriousness, though, we we really do. There are 12 states that are on fire right now. And this, this st- statistic kind of blew me away. It's about four and a half million acres, which is roughly the size of New Jersey. So someone took New Jersey, chopped it up into bits and spread it out over 12 states. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) a horrible idea. And I
1: said, that is not a good analogy. Your drunk girl analogy at the party is much better. Um, No,
0: I like the splitting up (laughs) bits of Jersey and sprinkling them throughout the country analogy. I
1: mean, some people want to chop up Jersey and split it into bits, but that's completely (laughs) for different reasons.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, I, I really hope that people are staying safe out there. I know it's weird. It's creepy. And uh, and just a quick ask the NP before we get into the rest of the show. Is it a, are we supposed to be switching off masks? Because I know from the fires that I, you know, when I was evacuated a couple of years ago, there was a very specific mask we had to get for that. We do have a box of those masks that we have on the ready, but they're completely different from the COVID masks. So are you supposed to double mask it? Or are you supposed to switch it up, do a fire mask outside and a COVID mask inside? What do you do? Who's going to create the hybrid mask that we oh, all need right now?
1: That is quite the question. You know, a lot of those uh, N95s that have the respirators on them, those are what are actually kind of made for like fire situations. So if you have some of those around, those will work Great for you, but you still can't be around people with them because it will filter the air coming in so you're not getting the smoke particulate as you breathe it in, which is really, really tough. Even on people who don't have underlying heart or lung conditions, that smoke particulate can be really... I mean, imagine sitting next to a campfire like all day long, right? Like just... It starts to get to you after a while, and even people who don't have asthma can kick it up. But that mask, it'll filter the air coming in, but then it, it just sprays all of your particulates out. So the one with the little valve, don't wear that one for sure. I definitely think. Bottom line, just don't go outside if you can help it. Like, don't be around uh. people. It's really that tough. And I mean, this this thing is serious. There have been, um, you know, several people have died, and and hundreds of homes and properties burned. So we really. Our hearts and thoughts and prayers um, le- legitimately go out to everyone being affected by this. But particularly from an Ask the NP standpoint, if you are that person who has an underlying medical condition and you are in an affected area, just now's the time to shut it down again just just a little bit until this air quality gets better
0: man those sensitive groups they are having a bad year (laughs) anybody who has any (laughs) kind of underlying medical condition it's just like all you're being done all you're being asked to do is go nowhere and talk to no one and talk to no one right yeah just continue to stay in and and quarantine so uh, hopefully we will keep you company a little bit today we're gonna play a fun game when we get back who tweeted it drop the subject
2: The new Channel
1: Q. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. It's Friday. Be sure to follow us at DTS Show. Some of y'all have been tweeting. I I ranted yesterday about the NFL and all of that, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But we appreciate your responses and your love on social media. Um, And it is always great to hear from you. And speaking of tweets, Allie, it's time for another rousing edition of Who Tweeted It? (whistles) Tweet, tweet. Very very good. Good tweet noise. This time it is between Donald Trump or Kanye West. Yes, they both are running for president. Kanye has actually managed to get himself on the ballot in a couple of states, still remaining relevant for some odd reason. But they both, we know, you know, like to f- get those thumbs on fire, whether it's from the toilet or the studio or wherever. And they both are legendary tweeters. So, Ali, this time I. I'm running the game and you are guessing who tweeted it.
0: I'm I'm ready and also I don't think it's a bad idea to do a future round of Trump or baby because even <laughs> if a baby were to tweet I think they would might have better spelling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they also probably wouldn't spread conspiracy theories knowing, no, knowingly. Yeah. Yeah. That's um anyway. Um here we go. We'll just start. This one this one might be pretty easy because you've uh, i've you may have heard this before i have never seen a thin person drinking diet coke who tweeted it
0: ah that i will say unfortunately i know who tweeted that and it is the current president of the united states
1: very good Allie. it was trump wow look at you you typically don't do well with games um so did you want to just stop now while well, you're ahead
0: yeah you know what i'm out i'm gonna tap out <laughs> all right hey I'll let a baby take over drop
1: the subject and we'll be right back no i'm kidding I'm, don't <laughs> go anywhere um all right so here we go ali is up one to zero, One. well you're one for one right now right all right very good ali here we go who tweeted it donald trump or kanye west we want to innovate and we will win someday
0: i think because there are so many syllables in the word innovate <laughs>
1: Now, it's me reading it. I it could have been
0: spelled wrong. Uh, so I don't get to know if it was spelled misspelled. I,
1: you, would you like to ask the question? Would you like to phone a friend? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, it was spelled correctly. We will. Okay, okay. We want to innovate, and we will win someday. Period.
0: All right, I'm going to go with Kanye West simply because of the word innovate, and like we will someday. I think is a little more open ended. Trump, I feel like would be like, "We're going to win on November third, or we're going to win, or we're already winning." I feel like because Kanye West is like, "Someday it's going to happen." Uh, uh, I, that's why I'm going with him. Okay,
1: so uh, excellent rationale, Allie. Um, that was that was good. That was an, a valiant effort, mm. and you were right. Yeah, oh, two. And oh, two for two! Gosh, you, I'm such a sports guy. You think I'd be able to figure that out? Two for two, Allie Johnson. Congratulations! Wow, maybe it's just been the fact that you normally host the games is why you lose, right? Like I have more time to concentrate, and yeah, I, mm. I, I see or the I trick think here.
0: It's because we're doing too many games about sane people.
1: <laughs> is that the issue?
0: So, <laughs> yeah, oh, so this what, one I understand. What you're
1: saying is you you understand insane people better. Yes. Got it. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, next tweet. I'm trying to not use either of their voices, by the way. I know you would like throw in a fun voice, but I'm just trying to be just like radio man down the middle. Here we go. Do Bernie's <laughs> <Spears. laughs> and Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault.
0: Wow. That really does change it. The delivery. <laughs> um, does it? I think it's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> um, um,
1: very very good. See. Right. Kim, baby or Trump?
0: I'm going to say that that's Donald Trump because of the IQ reference. He's very big on his IQ. He's very big on those cognitive tests. Uh, person, man, woman, camera, TV. <laughs> that is his comfort zone. I'm going T-rump.
1: Someone has been reading the paper every morning. Congratulations, Allie Johnson. Three for three. Wow. <sighs> It's like you have to keep up with the news for your job or something.
0: I know, wow. even though I really do despise reading that man's tweets, I have to, right. it's part of the job.
1: It's pretty rough. Do you also read his tweets on the toilet?
0: No, I like to keep that a safe space. That is my safe space. I read, actually, I will explain. I will, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm in a safe space to explain what I read when I'm oh, in will oh will. I will another time, go on.
1: Excellent, okay, very good. Um, here we go. President Obama closed down the flights from Ebola infected areas right now before it is too late. What the hell is wrong with you?
0: Okay. That because I, I sense outward rage and Trump, I feel like would blow it off and be like, this man is crazy. But Kanye, I think would just be like, that sounds like a nervous fit, like some kind of a fit. Mm. So I'm going to go Kanye.
1: Okay. Very good, excellent um, rationale, Allie Johnson. It was Donald Trump.
0: Damn it! Oh. Oh, should I should've quit while I was ahead. You no. almost went
1: perfect. You should've quit while you were ahead, but that is still, I still think, where's, wait, where's my bell? Here he goes, let's go. <coughs> ding, ding, ding. Allie Johnson, you, for the first time and dropped the subject history, you won a game. We have made our own history here this Friday. Congratulations, Allie. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I would like to thank my IQ. It is better than all of you. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to come back with a new COVID trend. You might want to get on board or you might want to run for the hills. We'll talk about it next.
2: Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
0: Oh, glory hole! The stars are brightly shining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, is it is the, the night. night. Of our, our dear, dear glory Yes, it's not Christmas yet, um, or Hanukkah, or any of those. But uh, it doesn't really matter anymore, as you heard. But glory holes is what we are discussing—holes of the glory variety—and I encourage all of you to uh, to listen with caution. We're not going to get super graphic. We're going to try to make this as ra- as radio friendly as we possibly can, but. Glory holes are having a renaissance, and it needs to be talked about here on the airwaves of Channel Q because maybe you've participated in one. Maybe you have been a part of this resurgence, this renaissance, this uh, this um, this comeback story, unintended, of the glory hole. I don't know. I don't know how much experience. I don't know if you want to speak to this at all, James. You obviously know a little bit more about the this this part of 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 gay culture than i do mm. but what do you mean what obvious under-
1: what you're trying to say are you slut shaming me <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you obviously know way more about glory holes than i do james
0: i'm just saying for two women it wouldn't work it would be like i mean again. no you'd have to be sitting at a certain angle and mm. it would have to be like this weird trough it wouldn't it wouldn't work sure <laughs> <laughs> For you, it just needs to be a hole and it's clear cut.
1: Uh-huh. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh.
0: so what's happening is that people are wanting to get some sexy time, but they are afraid of COVID. And this is a way to keep things a little more safe and a little more anonymous by just all right. You obviously you don't have a mask on, but you're just putting putting your parts through there and it's just the most minimal interaction that you can come up with. And everyone is happy. It's a happy ending. Literally, what are your thoughts as a nurse practitioner and as a gay man? Uh.
1: Wow. Um. Mm, <clears throat> this I guess the only thing I have to go to is please just continue to be safe, like with a condom, uh-huh. um, you know, and some lube if you got some. Like if, if you are because generally we think of glory holes as only being for one other part of another person's body. But you could get creative and use other parts of other people's bodies, too, like. With, you know, use your imagination. I can't really explain much of that. So I will just say the the gay man who has been a public health and health advocate even before I was an actual nurse practitioner was always like, yep, this is fun. Do what you need to do. Just be safe about it. So I will continue to say this is fun. Do what you need to do. Be safe about it. Obviously, there are risks with things like this. But what I do love about this particular story is that there are some places that are taking this to a very 2020 sort of level where you can find these glory holes using an app like Grindr or something, and then you register with like very minimal information and then after registering, they then send you like rem- calendar reminders and you have a specific time there. So like you, you're scheduled like
0: for 15 minutes. That's your yep. glory hole.
1: That's your time. And then you, you know, you register on there. Like you pay up front. Like you do all, <laughs> you do this so whole like thing. It's like tennis
0: court reservations. <laughs> we're like, hey man, <laughs> we're playing. Right. So yeah, we re reserve it. You have to reserve it on the website. Sorry. And you're yeah, like, we, but, and we you've got here. like your pants at your ankles and you're like, Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and it also seems to me that people are moving the, the 2020 thing about this as well is that they're taking everything outside. So it's no longer a, a, a seedy little bathroom. It's an outdoor forest. Tree. <laughs>
1: Someone just put up a big piece of cardboard <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> like, <laughs> I suppose you could do that. You just cut a hole, get some duct tape, uh, you know. Make sure mm-hmm. the hole's the right size or those whatever. Twinkle or just, lights
0: like everyone else is doing.
1: Yeah. And oh Christmas lights. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that I wonder if if places like LA, Palm Springs, Portland, you know, would just start sanctioning the use of these in the parking spaces where they have and you know, like other <laughs> restaurants get to use. This is 50-minute parking, parking,
0: this is pickup, this is glory hole. This
1: is glory hole, right? There's just mm-hmm. like a little like sort of box, but it's well ventilated. And yeah, I th- I think this <laughs> could be a thing. This another revenue source for local municipalities when they aren't having as many revenue sources at the time.
0: Exactly. People are just pivoting and glory holes are no are are no different. And it's nice to see something that's, you know, an old school trend coming back. You know, it's bicycles and glory holes. That's really what well, it's the greatest comeback story. I mean, right?
1: I <laughs> you're like, all right. Uh I, I mean this this does. It does make I go on like two schools of thought with this, right? They're they're literally, I'm like, okay you people are going to need to be creative and sometimes you just need to like touch another human being and sometimes that's in a sexual way and sometimes that's really important and so i think as long as you're being safe with this like i'm not going to be a not sex positive person it does scare me though a little bit like i'm hoping that people are taking their prep i'm hoping that people are using their condoms and then you know i would still wear a mask anyway you never know but if there's actually a physical barrier between you that is tall enough like i go for it
0: Now, do you have to do a temperature check on the... uh, Now, you know what? We should probably
1: just... um, We probably can't do 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 those details, Allie.
0: Yeah, 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 Um, we gotta go. Drop the
2: subject. The new channel cue.
1: Welcome back to Drop the Subject. Ah, we love Friday. Sometimes when it gets to the weekend, you know, you get to cut loose and just sort of... Well, be yourself, Allie. And for some people, being themselves means not being themselves. Like dressing up in a bunny rabbit costume and having sex with other people who dress up in bunny rabbit costumes. Have you heard of this, Allie? It's a thing.
0: Yes, I have because Tony, the tiger gets, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but he, uh, I guess <laughs> Pro- gets trolled And, and oh. <laughs> s- yes, proposition all the time by the furry community, because he is like the Brad Pitt <gasps> of this community. They, Love Tony the Tiger. They want to ride him. They want him to nail all of them. And every time Tony the Tiger tweets something... Uh, Everyone's like, F me, daddy. <laughs> oh, I
1: can't. I mean, I can see it because, but I mean, to get into it, you guys know where I'm going to go with this. Y'all know where I'm going to go with this because he does fit that like V-shaped, hyper masculine, like white boy, muscled, whatever. Right. So with that little kerchief, uh, like what, right. Like what society tells us is hot. Tony, the tiger kind of fits into. So, I mean, whatever. I get it. Well, okay, Allie, this one it was too much. We had to share it with you. So. I don't know if you remember former sheriff of Maricopa County, Joe Arpaio. He was pardoned by Donald Trump in 2017 after he was found in criminal contempt of court for lying and disobeying a federal judge's order to stop racially profiling and detaining individuals suspected of being in the U.S. illegally. This guy is a world-class anti-immigrant, xenophobic, far-right racist dude and he was the sheriff sheriff of maricopa county in arizona for years and he kept getting re-elected he was like trump before trump was trump but just as a sheriff well now got it yeah so now he's former sheriff got in trouble got pardoned by the president so now he's out right and what what do what do the d and c list celebrities live on these days hallie <laughs>
0: Cameo.
1: Oh, that's right. If you don't know Cameo, Cameo is this app. And then sometimes it's great, right? Like you can support your favorite drag queens or some people, like in the middle of the pandemic when they can't perform, you can go look them up on Cameo and pay them a little money and they'll wish your grandma happy birthday or whatever, right? That's what Cameo is for. Well, Joe Arpaio was asked by the furry convention, which was coming to the Phoenix area to welcome them in a cameo. And so he, of course, obliged for whatever set amount of money that is previously agreed to, except it is very, very, very clear that Joe Arpaio has no idea who furries are.
0: Hey, good luck uh, organizing the Arizona Furry
2: Convention, uh,
0: which is for
2: animal lovers. Appreciate (laughs) Billy Townsend as being a supporter. I've always loved animals fought those that abuse animals and will continue to do so
0: in any event uh, have a great convention and um, as far as what animal i would like to be oh. i'm
2: kind of uh, partial to uh dogs <laughs> but i love all animals thanks
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay this is has given me a genius idea, James.
1: Oh oh yes. I'm ready.
0: These homophobic idiots that are on cameo, what's what's to say that we can't, for a price, ask them to voice things on the station for us. Oh
1: <gasps> let's do it. Like what if and he said get giving him everyone a and voice? some other people
0: yeah, giving everyone a voice. Listen to Allie and James. Yeah. On Channel Q. Like, he's not, they're not going to know and they're not going to ask questions. All oh, they'll do anything for 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Right.
1: Or, I mean, some of these people's cameos are like two, 300 bucks. Like, it's not like Carol Baskin's cameo is like $1,500
0: or whatever. It's like crazy. Okay. Well, I don't need her to do anything for me. No. But, I mean, she's dancing. Yeah, I cannot not have Carol Baskin money. But <laughs> if we have <laughs> affordable CDE list a-hole people on Cameo that we would like to trick into being advocates for the station, I think that that's a great... I, I think that's something we should pursue.
1: I sh- we should absolutely do this. Uh, so, drop the subject, listeners. If you have any ideas for people that we can sort yeah, of... Yeah, find them. Yeah, let us know. We're going to, like, backhand troll people on Cameo. <laughs> and then they can help image the station. That'd be perfect. Yay! <laughs> You're listening to drop the subject with... Um, that gay Allie and that gay James on um channel Q. Drop the
2: subject, the new channel Q.
1: Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. All right, it is Friday, which means we are checking in with our favorite Jason Carter for our weekly entertainment report. Oh, Jason Carter is joining us actually from Miami, which is really, really freaking fantastic. (laughs) And as far as I know, Jason Carter, Miami is not quite as on fire as Southern California is right now, but either way, welcome back to the show, friend.
3: Thank you, James. Good to be here with you. And yeah, first of all, shout out to everyone on the West Coast and the mountain region as well. They're also experiencing some very uh, dangerous winds and conditions there. Our hearts and prayers go out to everyone there. Glad to be here with you today from Miami. And man, this week, James, has been the absolute most in entertainment. The absolute most.
1: (laughs) It kind of has been the most. Well, I think we'll start with a topic that's a little bit... At least from an entertainment standpoint, on the little bit more serious side, so the Oscars, and we all know, so the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, uh, their award show every year is the Oscars, and there have been some really big, you know, hashtag Oscars so white, hashtag Oscars so male, all of this going on for years now. Well, in the setting of everything going on in the world, so the great white awakening, the racial social justice that is going on now that the world is really waking up to the oscars has responded with some interesting news that not everybody is loving
3: for sure james and it's interesting because of course people are trying to avoid the reckoning that is happening in our world especially in entertainment the me too movement time's up were just the precursors to everything that's in entertainment in regards to inclusivity and calling to light bad behavior if you will in the industry but Good news is the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences announced their new initiative that's going to help bring diversity and inclusion to cinema, right? Starting with the 96th annual Oscars in 2024, four years from now, movies that are hoping to be nominated in the coveted categories will have to go through two or four steps. And I'm going to name them for you, two of them, okay? The first one All is right. the film must feature underrepresented groups either in substantial roles, the overall ensemble or in its narrative themes, two... A certain number of key crew members must be female and or queer, non-white or disabled. And the final two... Three, the film's distributor must employ apprentices or paid interns from underrepresented groups, and the company must have female, queer, non-white, and or disabled executives in its marketing, publicity, and distribution. Now, if this doesn't sound like an overhaul of how they do things, I don't know what is. And the question people have is, why wait to 2024? Well, the answer to that, James, is because it takes years to make movies and it takes years for initiatives to come to fruition. And also it takes years to hire and move people into these respective positions to have this initiative be effective.
1: Which is really kind of the sad part anyway, right? That we know that the industry knows that they're so far behind and employing people who represent those who watch the movies employing people who represent the makeup of this country and of the world frankly and so they know well it's at least going to take us four four years to go that far but a lot of people are really kind of upset about this well i should maybe not necessarily say a lot of people but there were some celebrities like kirstie alley of all people um who came out and were like ah, i'm not really a big fan of this
3: well yeah a lot of people aren't a big fan of this because they feel like it's going to us- usurp the creative process of making movies. It's going to have people who bring these visions to light be uh, hindered in a way because they have to adhere to these guidelines that really in theory are good, right? This is a good thing. It's a really good thing for them to want to have now this inclusion initiative because of everything that's transpired in the world. But will it be at the expense and detriment of creativity? Will it compromise artistic integrity when it comes to how these producers and directors imagine their stories? I mean, look, no, not everyone's going to be Shonda Rhimes, right? Not everyone has the foresight to see to see how people move through the world of different nationalities and color and experience the way she did with Grey's Anatomy and her own Shonda Shondaland Productions. And that's why I bring her up, because I think she's been one of the most prolific people in television, at least, to really show that, Any person of any color can play any role, right? It doesn't matter. It's just how you write the role and the depth of the role. But movies are so far behind in that. So I don't know. Four years time in hell. We've ha- we've held on to Trump for four years, and it's gone by in the blink <laughs> of an eye. So we can hang on for four years to see this happen with the Academy and movies. Yeah, I I think so too. Uh, you know, one of the one of the interesting parts about
1: this too is that there's been a little bit of backlash that the you know people have been saying, well, what about this movie? What about that movie? What about the Lord of the Rings or the Irishman or 1917? They would have never been nominated for they would you know wouldn't have qualified to be in the Best Picture category because of this. And the Academy was like, well, no, no, that's okay because you had a producer who was female. Or you had a casting director who identified as queer. So don't worry, you guys would have been safe, which it seems sort of counterintuitive that the Academy is trying to take this ginormous step forward for greater representation for different marginalized groups, while also reassuring the establishment that they're totally fine that nothing's going to change. And I wonder, Jason, just your opinion on being our, our, you know, entertainment expert and having been in the industry for so long, do you think that this will bring down the value of winning best picture at the Oscars? Because people will say to your point, oh, you have, you know, reduced my creative abilities because of all these rules you put in place. I actually don't care about winning best picture and neither do any of the other power hitters.
3: That's a great question, and you know what? I also think the que- uh, a further question is: do do the actors who will be cast feel like it's a charity that they're being given this just because of who they are, not because of, of their not because of their talent, right? You know, all will be revealed, James. People don't like to be told what to do, especially creatively. You know, as a creative, you you're la- the the work you put out is a labor of love, and it comes from a very visceral, emotional, and vulnerable place, right? Either you're behind the camera. Or in front of the camera. And so yeah. when you when you have these guidelines that say, okay, it has to be structured this way, people are going to feel like, well, I'm being forced to adhere to something that's not really part of my experience. So it definitely could be that. I think for myself being a black gay male in this industry, I don't ever want to get a job just because of what I look like and then they mm. totally disregard my talent. Mm-hmm. I would want i, I would want it to be an all-encompassing experience for whoever's buying the talent. You see me, yeah, fine, check a box. You want a gay black guy, you want a gay biracial black guy, cool, do your thing. But also go deeper and look at the value that we bring as creatives in regards to our talent as well. That should be first. Yeah, sometimes it does feel like that and that, that tokenism is very, very real and a lot of industries and
1: fabulous conversations so far, but drop the subject listeners, we have lots more coming up. Stay tuned, y'all don't go anywhere.
2: Drop the subject, the new channel Q.
1: Drop the subject. It is Friday. James, I am here with Jason Carter. It's our weekly entertainment report. And Jason is joining us from Miami. And Jason, you were so wise early on in the segment two, where we, you know, we send our hearts and thoughts and prayers and, and positive energy to everyone who's who's basically suffering through 2020 right now, but most especially recently, the people who are being impacted by the fires and in the First break, we talked about Oscars and their big moves to increase representation, both in front of and behind the camera in Hollywood. But another Hollywood family and another Hollywood institution that has made some news this week that Allie just loved, and I got to rub it in her face, (laughs) where the Kardashians have announced after 14 years and 20 seasons that they are ending their show. So everyone asks, Jason, of course, what's next for the Kardashians?
3: It is curtains for the Kardashians. And what's next for the Kardashians? More reality TV in a different capacity, (laughs) I'm sure. They are not going to just... It's not like someone snapped their fingers and the Infinity Gauntlet's going to remove the Kardashians from television. They're ending their show. They're ending this incarnation of the Kardashian brand, which, as you said, debuted in October of 2007, ran for what, almost 20 seasons, 14 years, we've seen everything happen with this family from childbirth to divorce to death to their apparent transitioning. A lot has happened that's been very prolific for this group. So I understand them saying, hey, we're hanging it up. But sources are telling Drop the subject that the real deciding factor behind all of this was Kourtney Kardashian, who for years, has said really? she's done with the show. She wants nothing to do with it. Wow. And I so for, you know, I, I watched pretty religiously early on
1: and then I actually, you know, as much as Ali teases me about it, I really haven't watched in recent years. But, you know, it's also, they're the Kardashian. It's sort of hard if you watch any any type of entertainment news at all to not see what they're doing And I think you're right, Jason, that, that was a rumor that we sort of heard for a long time that Courtney was over this. She didn't, she was into using what she needed to do to propel her businesses forward. But with her kids, I think she's got three kiddos, right? Three kids and, you know, Scott being in and out of the picture and all these things that they're disappearing. And I... I do think that you know a lot of people sort of make a, a big fuss about the Kardashians and their are talentless or whatever. But what you're taking is is a multi well at least a billion Kylie on her own is worth a billion dollars. So a multi billion dollar family out of their sort of workhorse, their you know staple of entertainment. Then I do think it is going to be really interesting to see what they do moving forward. Now I want to switch gears just a little bit to. Uh, everyone's favorite, Jason Momoa. If you do not know who Jason Momoa is, he played Aquaman in the DC comic series, uh, Justice League, and the movie Aquaman. Well, he has actually come to support for a co-star, Ray Fisher, who's battling Warner Brothers right now based off of some inappropriate treatment because of Warner Brothers. Is this a risky move for Jason to do this?
3: I would say in 2020, no, it's not a risky move. So back in July, of course, Ray Fisher called out, Director Joss Whedon, who took over from Zack Snyder, accusing him of onset treatment that was disgusting, gross, abusive, and completely unacceptable. And he goes on to name other people that work for Warner Media, the company that owns Warner Brothers, saying that they were in that they enabled Joss Whedon to engage in this type of behavior. Now, your question is Jason Momoa, who tweeted hashtag i stand with Ray Fisher. Your question was, is this risky for his career? No, because Jason Momoa is a bankable item. For Warner Brothers. Aquaman 2 is gonna bow in a couple of years now. Aquaman 1 was wildly successful. They know that he is a cash cow. And in this time of cancel culture, which I hate to say, they do also realize the power that these celebrities have with social media. Social media is like the omnipresent judge, jury, and executioner daily. You cannot escape it. And these companies yeah, are can. now realizing more than ever that, hey, when you piss off one of our darlings, who Jace Momoa is for Warner Brothers, the hell you have to pay is massive so i think they will come to a decision or come to some kind of agreement of what should go forward with ray and his career and also they'll probably try to silence jason not in a way that's aggressive but just like hey bro calm down chill out but good for jason momoa to say no bro you are not going to mistreat another man of color who has helped bring at least close to a billion dollars in revenue to warner media no that's not happening Yep, I I like it. I I do really support when artists stand
1: up for each other. And speaking of two artists that have stood up for each other, Jason, we just have about 30 seconds left. I got to throw it out there because we do this every fall after Labor Day. What was the song of the summer? And two artists that have had to sort of fight for each other, some people are throwing out there that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP was Song of the Summer. Other nominees include Roses by St. John, Dynamite by BTS, of course, Do It, Chloe and Halle, Say So, Doja Cat, Cardigan, Taylor Swift, Rain On Me, Lady Gaga, um, Savage, the remix with Megan Thee Stallion as well, and of course, Harry Styles, Watermelon, Sugar. So what is your vote for Song of the Summer 2020?
3: You want to say so. Don't you cat? Don't you cat?
1: (laughs) Very good. And I'm with you. We were talking a little bit off the air that is there even really a song of the summer? Because was there really a summer? I don't know. (laughs) This this whole thing was something. But we at least got to try to keep some of those traditions going. Jason Carter, you are a tradition here on Drop the Subject. We love having you so much, even all the way from Miami. We hope you are staying safe. And please have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You as well, James. Talk to you soon. Bye.
2: Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It.
0: News It or Lose It time. Drop the subject on Channel Q with Allie and James. I've got two headlines. James has two headlines, but the trick is that we can only news one of the two. You will get two stories. Even though we give you four total options. Are you ready to hear your headline selection of the day? I want day? to
1: news it, news it. Or maybe <laughs> lose it, lose it.
0: Okay, <laughs> great. <Can't> <laughs> Here's your first headline. It's Friday. We got to do
1: something, you know.
0: That's true. Yeah. Gingerbread house, meet your new competition, Halloween cookie house.
1: Oh, Ooh. yeah, because we okay. need some Halloween alternatives. So um, hold on.
0: You have news it, which means you are losing the biggest breaking lesbian news of the week. This is Lesbian everybody. Walmart, or not Walmart, Home Depot has officially canceled Black Friday. So gay Christmas <laughs> is off, ladies. Your lumber and your potting mix will have to wait till next year.
1: Or they'll just have to order it yeah, online. Yeah,
0: just order it online. I think they are doing online. That's a
1: really good place for lesbians to meet, too. Like, maybe that's like a big dating date, too, like...
0: Black Friday dating. All right.
1: Here are your two headlines, Allie Johnson. Number one, Burger King mascot kisses Ronald McDonald to Mark Pride in Finland.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Isn't that cute? I think I have what I need, but I think that's a very adorable story, and I want to see more mascots. In the LGBTQ plus <laughs> community,
1: just making out, right? Look, there we yeah. go. Yeah, and it's it's exactly what you think. You can see the king's face and Ronald. You can see the back of Ronald's head, and they're kissing. <laughs> it's very tender, very sweet, very finish.
0: I um, think that I think that Ronald McDonald would definitely be non-binary. And genderqueer and queer totally in
1: general. Totally right. That was the first one in our lives who probably was doing that. And we didn't even know it. Okay, very good. Well, you lost that. So now, Allie, you have to hear about my <clears throat> favorite doctor on TV. Dr. Phil wants everyone on social media to stop calling him daddy.
0: Lay it on me.
1: <laughs> oh, I. no one tells the story better, Allie Johnson, than Dr. Phil himself.
2: You have to stop commenting. Daddy, on all of my posts, I ain't your daddy. I hate to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy, and your real daddy's probably getting his feelings hurt. I appreciate the support. It's a little weird, but I do appreciate the support.
0: What? So I <laughs> commented earlier about Tony the Tiger, They're
1: great. Uh-huh.
0: but I didn't know Doctor Phil was having the same problems.
1: I. <laughs> And it probably ain't from the gays. So I don't know who was running around calling him daddy. The best comment that was in a TikTok video, by the way, because of course, Dr. Phil has TikTok underneath it says you have to stop supporting Trump. (laughs) And I think the comment is by the harpist who has the harp music in the background of this. It was just a very odd video that he's a little bit too close. Like he's doing the like, I'm an old person using a camera selfie thing. And it's like really close. And he's like, you have to stop calling me dad. I ain't your daddy. (laughs) That's really gross, Dr. Phil. I don't ever want to think of you in a sexual context anyway. You've been, spent the last 14 years lying to the American public on TV. Well,
0: go. I also am very confused by the music choice. Why did we need, like, happy piano techie music? Yeah, in, in the, <laughs> like, when the new Android gets released, that's the music that you play, not when you're asking people to stop, stop calling you daddy. Stop calling
1: you me daddy? Yeah, that was... Uh, that was ugh. I mean, whatever, him and his 4.4 million TikTok followers or whatever, maybe this is a thing. I don't know, maybe it's a joke, who knows, whatever. Allie, stop Um, calling Dr. Phil daddy
0: okay I will stop by the way I looked up while you were telling me this story an update on the Tony the Tiger fiasco Um, (laughs) I believe that he was driven off according to this most recent article that I can find Tony the Tiger was driven off of Twitter by the horny free community (laughs) because I was looking up his Twitter I was like I know that like whatever he tweeted last there's going to be a slew of comments and I couldn't find his Twitter handle anywhere now I'm reading an article about how he's not on Twitter
1: (laughs) they can't even put they're great on twitter anymore because nope. oh my gosh the fur- i mean the furries and there are a lot more furries than people realize like people don't a understand lot. there are a lot, a lot. of furries mm-hmm. after having helped run the I international mr leather convention in chicago um that happens every memorial day the furries show up too like right after that it's a it's a thing man a little
0: it's, foxtail yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right gingerbread houses Go away because Halloween cookie houses are replacing you, at least for now. Holidays, I feel like they're intermingling more than ever before because it just doesn't matter anymore. And
1: (laughs) so Target
0: is doing. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Sure, let's do gingerbread houses now. (laughs) Um, It's called the Halloween cookie house, and it's a line that Target is releasing. And basically, they're all. They look like gingerbread houses, but they are Halloween themed and they are made of cookie. One is called the Haunted Mansion, includes black, orange and green icing, along with decorative candies and sprinkles. And then there's the Hide and Eek Boutique, which includes orange icing and decorative candles. Both kits include pre-baked chocolate cookies that are easily assembled to create creepy and delicious home decor.
1: And delicious. But do you eat them after that? Like... Are you?
0: I'm pretty sure you should just build it, take a picture and then eat it. <laughs> I think that's probably <laughs> oh, the best. I'm not method. sure
1: I want to be touching on all of that and then eating it. Ugh, whatever. That's, um, well, you know. We'll, just we'll-
0: give us something, James. For okay. God's sake, we're bored ahead of our minds. <laughs> like, let you, us Dr. Chocolate James, cookies.
1: are being <laughs> such a party pooper. Uh, but what is not being a party pooper is that we have no more than two minutes of commercials for you, we promise. Drop
2: the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: It's been a lovely, lovely Friday spending it with you. Drop the subject listeners, and Ali, it's just been kind of like a a 4.5 out of 10. You know, which is about as good as you ever get. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, Allie, y'all gave me a legit sad face on the phone right now. I was like, no. You know, I was
0: like, oh man, <laughs> I like, it's kid- been a long week, even though it's been a short week. Can you just give me this? I'm, give me a six at least. You're like,
1: okay, I I will give you a I'll gladly give you a seven point seven five. How about that?
0: Ta-da! All right, that I will take.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pre- I almost a B. Seven point seven five is pretty darn good. Yeah. You know, when you're like up all night and working 18 jobs and got lots of stuff going on and the sky is orange right now, you know, there's a lot that we can ask for. And um Allie, I did was on Twitter and did think of you as I think of you often. But I was on oh. Twitter and I was like, oh, I wonder if Allie has seen this because as a proud lesbian and a proud Subaru owner. Oh, yes. Subaru. Yesterday, last night, was trending on Twitter big time.
0: So the only reason you're gonna have me guess why, correct? I'm
1: gonna have you guess why. Well, I was I was I thought you'd maybe be a little bit more excited that Subaru was like, I think this is the first time ever that they're trending on Twitter, but What the, but No <laughs> But the Why? The the, what? <laughs> no, what, what what what? But the why Stop it of Subaru trending on Twitter yesterday is the <laughs> I think the really funny part so that's what I was going to ask you
0: My my wife and I did have a very exciting Subaru trip recently where we drove up to Santa Barbara and hiked and then stargazed and it was literally a Subaru commercial all day long
2: <laughs> and
0: Aww. We were like, these are made for us. I I for some reason it's just perfect for lesbians. They are what I mean, lesbians <laughs> are what make a Subaru a Subaru. And I can the only thing I can think of, I really hope it's lesbian related. The only thing I can think of is that after the news about Home Depot not doing Black Friday, a bunch of lesbians went out and bought Subarus.
1: <laughs> it um that could be. You are directionally correct. Someone is thinking about buying A Subaru in fact here's the specific tweet this might help a little bit so very me can't decide between a Subaru or a Tesla so this very very well-known person
0: is it Ellen Page it
1: is not Ellen Page the person is not a lesbian as far as I know
0: is Uh, it Kristen Stewart
1: is not Kristen Stewart nope not a lesbian (laughs) not a lesbian but
0: is it Tegan and Sarah
1: (laughs) also not a lesbian
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, I have five more lesbians. It's, you know, have
1: to keep rattling off more lesbians as you go. Wanda Sykes, no, no, I said not a lesbian. Um, <laughs> this person is very famous for something sexually related, however, and has gone on to have one of the best senses of humor I think in history because of their situation, and is a world-renowned speaker and activist, author, because of something very bad that happened to her in the nineties.
0: Well, it's not Paris Hilton, is it? No,
1: it's not. Paris Hilton is not. A, I mean, she probably is a best-selling author, and I don't even know it. But I, no, I respect this person. How about that? Oh,
0: okay. Avril Lavigne?
1: I mean, maybe. I'll just give it to you so you can have a little bit of time to react as we get out of here on a Friday. So very me. Can't decide between a Subaru or a Tesla was a tweet sent yesterday by none other than Monica Lewinsky.
0: Ah, oh, I would I would have gotten through at least 20 more guesses before I got to her <laughs>
1: before before you got to her. But what's funny is she has lots of tweets that do very well. Like she's got tons. She of,
0: actually does have a good sense of humor. She's Monica Lewinsky.
1: got a great sense of humor. Right. And she's really she's like a big anti-bullying activist and all these things. She writes for Vanity Fair now. She's doing really great stuff. But for some reason, her indecisiveness between a Subaru and a Tesla launched this whole like Twitter war yesterday and it's still kind of going on now. And people are like, how can you can even compare to the two? And it's because all the Subaru owners are like, you can't compare them. Subarus would beat Tesla any day.
0: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes on the freeway, I will see a Tesla next to me and I'm like, go bitch fine <laughs> i can handle you you want you you want to go to joshua tree together boom. boom out of your comfort zone aren't you
1: <laughs> well, you're, you're <laughs> and too- when
0: you accelerate too fast it makes you want to throw up <laughs>
1: <so>. <laughs> makes me want to puke Super for the win
0: <laughs> okay we have a safety rating of okay we have to go yeah. um have a great weekend everybody if you miss anything download that podcast drop the subject wherever you find your podcast if you um download rate and subscribe it really really helps us out we appreciate the support so very much there have been a lot of changes thrown at you in the last oh three four months uh i mean last year last two years really yeah um basically you're going through a lot of changes and they're normal it's okay (laughs) and we appreciate you sticking with us um we're like puberty radio we really are. There's a lot of uncomfortable changes happening, and that's okay. That's just part of it. Uh, change is good, folks. So if you download that podcast, it helps us out. And uh, the good news as well is that we've got more exciting programming coming your way. Two minutes of commercials. We are no longer playing those three, four-minute stretches of commercials, so you will not hear more than two minutes of commercials at a time. That is our two-minute promise. So enjoy that. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Drop the subject.
2: The new Channel Q.